Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What is going on? Cover one crew. Welcome back to the show. Hope everybody's doing great. I'm awesome as per usual. Why you may ask? Because we're continuing down the path of dynasty player values, fantasy football. Had a request to do one for the quarterbacks for keep or trade. Uh, the other Eric in the in the Slack channel here. This one's for you, bro. And I mean, we got to understand it's going to help everybody out when it comes to player values on the quarterback. And it doesn't matter if you're doing super flex or not, even though I'm going to evaluate it more so for super flex leagues. So let's dive in and waste no time on keeper trade for quarterbacks in Dynasty Fantasy Football. So to kick it off, why don't we do a player versus with Kyler Murray and Justin Fields? This one's interesting. Justin Fields starting to, you know, creep up in his progression where Kyler Murray ended his season on a down note, tearing his ACL, likely going to start the year on the pup for a little while. He may not play until halfway through the season. We will see. He's still a young guy. He may be able to, you know, turn around the corner very quickly in his recovery and rehab. But again, Kyler Murray still one of the cream of the crops in the NFL. No more uh, Cliff Kingsbury uh, when it comes to offensive play calling. They will have a new revamped, hopefully, offense. Not so much uh, the vanilla that we saw as Kingsbury's tenure went on in Arizona. Didn't look very good. DeAndre Hopkins may be out the door. We're hearing he's available via trade by the by the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And, I mean, that's going to uh, make this offense be a little bit more, you know, on the downside. It's going to be Hollywood Brown, and we'll see who else they intend to pick up if they do trade a DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins. As for Justin Fields, he has been progressing extremely well. His name has been rumored a lot with this NFL draft. Some suggesting the Bears could trade back and uh, trade Justin Fields, uh, you know, in the process for the quarterback, get themselves a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud to be the replacement. But in my opinion, why would you, you know, go two steps, three steps back in that sense when you already have Justin Fields for two years? He has progressed uh, rather nicely. Get him an offensive line, get him some wide receiver talent, get him a number one wide receiver. If you get him Jackson Smith and a Jigba, you're going to see instant chemistry back from the Ohio State days. So for me right now for fantasy football, like I said, super flex leagues, I got to say I'm sticking with Justin Fields right now and I'm going to try to trade me a Kyler Murray and I get it, okay? The ACL is going to definitely preclude you from getting the top end value for Kyler this offseason, but I would still try to sell it on the high because he is that Russian quarterback and they still have DeAndre Hopkins on this offense at the moment. So the value with D-Hop still is pretty high, but you're going to have to negotiate something with the other managers because of that ACL. Going to be definitely a, a tricky trade for you, but I, I'm, I'm all in on Justin Fields. I think he's better than a lot of people give him credit for, and that arm talent is definitely there. The rushing upside is obviously off the charts good. They get him some more talent. Justin Fields going to ready, uh, going to get ready to explode, and I think he's going to be a gem in fantasy football next season. Keeper Trey, Justin Herbert, or Trevor Lawrence?
Lawrence, these do not get easier. I'm telling y'all, y'all know my work. I love me some Justin Herbert. I'm a huge fan, huge supporter. And this season kind of was a little bit of a tell. You know, I get it. The offensive coordinator in Lombardi now out the door as well. Kellen Moore is now the new offensive coordinator from the Dallas Cowboys for the L.A. Chargers. It's a big deal because, you know, I, I felt like they were wasting the talent, even though Herbert threw already for 5,000 yards already in his short career. Last year was, you know, the towel. It was just not a good year overall. Yes, he was playing injured with those ribs, but Herbert is one of the top quarterbacks in this league. He should be able to show up with Kellen Moore and this offense moving forward. You know they're going to add more pieces depending. Again, here we go, some more rumor activity saying that Keenan Allen may be cut as a cap casualty on this offense. That would hurt this offense a lot. We saw struggles when Keenan Allen was not on the field. Mike Williams was not on the field. So you got to understand, you got to add more weapons if you're pulling away a guy like Keenan Allen. But Justin Herbert is that good. He's going to be able to support this offense in waves and drones for lots. Lots of stats for your fantasy team. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, he's showing Mr. Sunshine. He showed us, man, with the locks in the hair. He's blowing in the wind. I mean, he played great. And, and they're going to get themselves a Calvin Ridley back from suspension, from that gambling uh, suspension that he did have. I mean, Calvin Ridley's already, I believe, uh, uh, applied for reinstatement with the NFL. So if he comes back, you got yourself a damn nice offensive uh, formation that you can run with with a uh, Trevor Lawrence, as he did look very good. Got the Jags to the playoffs. And as they picked up the seat after the midpoint of the season, they picked up and they just, you know, left everybody in the dust. Trevor Lawrence started figuring things out. Head coach Doug Peterson. Definitely has this offense moving in the right direction. I love me some uh, Trevor Lawrence and some Justin Herbert. This one's very difficult, but if you're talking full-on offensive pieces, if they do sign themselves back in Evan Ingram, this offense is ready to go, man. You got you got Travis Etienne, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, he picked up steam, Christian Kirk, and then you add a Calvin Ridley. Good Lord in heaven, get ready. I think that's tipping the scales. Uh, even with the age, I'm saying they're very close in age, but I'm trading Justin Herbert as much as that hurts, and I'm going to keep myself a little Trevor Lawrence because I think the value is that much higher for a Justin Herbert that you could get mass returns back for a, a team that definitely is quarterback needy in super flex leagues where Trevor Lawrence, he's still youthful as well, and they're just scratching the surface in Jacksonville, and I do like the pieces they got a lot more as we sit today at the NFL draft and free agency does change that for the uh, Chargers you don't really see them uh, think of them being high-end spenders the Chargers this offseason and free agency because of the shopping they did last year but we'll see how it does shake down but as we sit today I do like what the what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing and it is a weaker division for them so you know the points are going to come in drones I'm keeping uh, J uh, Trevor Lawrence I'm trading Justin Herbert as we sit today keeper trade Desmond Ritter Sam Howell everyone's going to say why would you even compare the two because they're youthful quarterbacks, and it's dynasty fantasy football. I was all in on uh, last year's uh, draft uh, class in the rankings. I did predict Sam Howell to be the most pro-ready quarterback coming out of that draft. I know a lot of people said it was Kenny Pickett. He took some time. Obviously, Sam Howell did not play really at all this past season outside of the handful of games he saw at the end. Sam Howell is that guy, and I don't know why he dropped in the draft all the way to the fifth round. He is a leader. He is a dog, man. He is going to fight for every inch and every yard, and he is able to support his wide receivers like he showed in uh, UNC. I'm telling y'all, don't sleep on a Sam Howell. If you got him on your taxi squad right now, count yourself lucky and smile, because now guess who is on board? Eric Bieniemy. 
Okay, it's prove-it time for Eric Bia. That's what a lot of people are saying. Got to get out of Andy Reid's shadow. I mean, we're, you guys can uh, debate the semantics of that all you want, but I do believe this is a great move for this offense. Scary Terry McLaurin. You got Jahan Dotson. Curtis Samuel's still there. Brian Robinson. Antonio Gibson potentially returns. You're gonna. This offense is still very, very good. You put a Sam Howell in this offense, and I think with an Eric Bieniemy, I think they're going to get very creative. He is mobile as well. He's uh, a put-together type of quarterback. Back. He can take punishment in the run game as well. I'm a big fan of Sam Howell, and if you got him, you got to count yourself lucky. As for Desmond Ritter, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons are building, trying to move in the right direction. Yes, we saw Kyle Pitts. He fell to that injury, lost the rest of his season. He's a good quarterback as well. The Atlanta Falcons, though, they feel like they're almost on, like, ground floor to floor number three in this rebuild after getting rid of all their players like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and company. If they do add another stellar wide receiver talent, a.k.a. a Jordan Addison or someone in that realm, a Quentin Johnson, etc., now you're going to have a very formidable uh, wide receiver core with a Kyle Pitts in this offense. You add a running back to help the stable and to keep this run game going, get the pressure off of Desmond Ritter it may take him another year of progression before we see him being fantasy viable. Ritter was decent. We saw what Mariota was able to do, at least with his legs. Ritter is a mobile quarterback. Also, I do like his game as well. But at this point, I love what the heck the Washington Commanders are doing. I'm keeping Sam Howell, and I'm going to try to trade uh, Desmond Ritter, even though the value is not very high. You're not going to get a whole heck of a lot. But, I mean, for this debate, you got to say it's Sam Howell over a Desmond Ritter as we sit today because, I mean, both teams do look like they're on the ups, but Washington, I think, has got a few feet ahead of them. No kidding about that. Keeper trade, Trey Lancer, Kenny Pickett, youthful quarterback, super flex. It's all about the quarterbacks. Trey Lance goes down with that injury as well. He was out for the rest of the season. He should be back. He did also say that he was experiencing arm fatigue this year. It's not surprising to me with the lack of games that he did play in his collegiate career. What, 20 games overall? You had to have known, man. The NFL grind was definitely going to hamper that arm talent. He does fall to that ankle injury. Should be back to good uh, come to the September or training camp in July, August. So, I mean, I'm not overly concerned with the injury. He should be back to full health from what we're hearing. Kenny Pickett, on the other hand, he kept improving. He showed that he was worth the price of admission of being the only first uh, quarterback taken off the board in that draft. He looked good, okay? And, I mean, yeah, there was stumble. Yeah, there was some bad plays. But the Steelers, man, they're in that rebuild trench as well where they got to fix that offensive line. Did not do, a, you know, great overall for the entire season, but they did look a lot better protecting a Kenny Pickett during the second part of the season. The run game started picking it up as well. So if they can fix this offensive line, that's a big positive for a Kenny Pickett. George Pickens, I'm a huge fan of his as well. Deontay Johnson, still the slot guy. I mean, I wish he wouldn't drop so many passes, but... You know, Najee Harris, you still got very good pieces in Pittsburgh, and you know they're going to add more. They are one of the best teams in the league at finding wide receiver talent. You know they're going to be adding another one. They're going to try to fix this offensive line. Kenny Pickett does look like the real deal right now for Steelers fans, and, I mean, that's a positive sign. But you got San Francisco, you got Kyle Shanahan, you got CMC. I mean, Debo, IU, Kittle. Trey Lance, man, this is on you. There's no excuses outside of injury. Stay healthy and let's see what you can do. Move the ball. As we're sitting right now, I think I'm keeping Trey Lance and I'm trading a Kenny Pickett based on the injury. I mean, a lot of expectations for Trey Lance was saying that he was supposed to be a top 15 quarterback last season. Did not happen, obviously, because of the injury. 
Kenny Pickett, on the other hand, his needle is pointing in the right direction, so the value is definitely there. You could potentially get decent return if you got him on your taxi squad and you can spare it and you need other positions. I'm trading Kenny Pickett, and I'm keeping a Trey Lance. Keep or trade Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson. Uh-oh. Where does Lamar go? I mean, this is the biggest thing. Is he going to stay in Baltimore? You know they're going to franchise tag him. They're not letting him walk out the door whatsoever. They're going to try to negotiate a long-term deal. What was the rumor? Six years, $230 million that he turned down Lamar Jackson in Baltimore before the season started. He wants more guaranteed money, and that was obviously the problem. You're looking at he, Deshaun Watson killed all the quarterbacks' value right now for guaranteed money because his was fully guaranteed. So every quarterback is saying, give me my guarantees because I want them. Lamar Jackson's still a stellar uh, quarterback in this league. I mean, his passing aptitude has climbed through the ceiling since he's been in the NFL. You got to love what they're doing. And the Baltimore Ravens have done him no favor. So I understand why he's tired of it. He wants out of Baltimore because give me a number one wide receiver and let me do some damage is what Lamar is screaming at. I don't know why Baltimore just continues to neglect the position. Yes, they got Rashad Bateman. He goes down with an injury. Your top receiver was Devin DuVernay and Sammy Watkins, it's not going to cut it, man. Mark Andrews still there. Obviously, the tight end is the biggest part because they are still a running team. But Lamar Jackson, I mean, he did go down with the injury, the knee problem, but he was not going to risk it because he's on that contract year. As for Deshaun Watson, he signs that massive deal in the offseason via the trade. He plays a you know sprinkle of games after his suspension was concluded. And, I mean, he looked average at best. But he hadn't played football in over a calendar year due to the suspension and, and time off from the game. He will start to get it back and get it going. It is Deshaun Watson. We saw what he was able to do in Houston with his time there. He is a playmaker. Once he gets his football feet back underneath him, they put a good system around him. A good plethora of talent at the wide receiver position with Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, DPJ started picking up steam looking good. Chemistry building was there, especially with Amari uh, Cooper. And then, um, I don't know, man, Deshaun Watson, we'll see. It's a, it's a big question mark, but he does have name cachet out the wazoo still. Still, everyone's still going to believe that he is a top-flight quarterback in this league, especially due to the salary that he did get. The biggest question is, where does Lamar Jackson play? We've heard sprinkles of Miami, Atlanta. We've seen others. If he goes somewhere else like Miami, goodness gracious, it's Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and Lamar Jackson. It's going to be fireworks, man, all over the place. So based on all of that situation, we got to uh, stay with what we know as of today with Baltimore being the team that he's on. I'm still keeping a Lamar Jackson. I am trying to trade myself a Deshaun Watson. And yes, the value, you're going to have to convince some managers the value is still very high on Deshaun Watson because, I mean, he did not look very good uh, the, throughout the time he did play last season. But I still believe that you can get a decent return for Deshaun Watson. Keep Lamar Jackson at this point. I want to see where he goes first and then we could discuss a, a potential trade if he is on another team man you might get massive points out of that as well like if he does go to someone like Miami his value will just skyrocket in that sense as well speaking of those fish squish the fish to a tag of Aloha Jordan love this one is ugly and yet interesting at the same time rumor has it Aaron Rodgers no longer going to be a Green Bay Packer apparently he's done with the pack and the pack are done with him so Jordan Love's got to be the guy, right? I mean, what did they draft him for if he wasn't going to be the heir apparent to in Aaron Rodgers? He sat back the last two years. He did pick up some game uh, time this past year. Not a great deal, but he did make some nice passes to make people turn their heads. Tua Tagovailoa, on the other hand, 
Mr. Concussion at this point, what can you say? It's it's a very risky situation. Three or four concussions in this past season. Did not look good stumbling on the field. He was basically done for the season with the concussion. The Dolphins had to play Skylar Thompson in the playoff game. What do you do with Tua? This is the problem. It's a big, big problem at this point. I mean, can you trust it, or are you going to just try to get the value out of it? Who's going to want the value? That's the other issue that you do have. So based on lack of want from other managers in your league, it might be very difficult to move yourself a Tua at this point. Jordan Love is an interesting one. I snagged him myself off the waiver wire, put him on my bench as a wait and see. Why not? What hurt does it do? Nothing, because if he does pan out, then perfect. I got myself a good starting quarterback. If he doesn't, I'm just dropping his services. So that's kind of where we're at. I mean, if you're in a deep league that was 16, 14 team league, Jordan Love was probably already on somebody's roster just sitting there anyway. But as we sit today, I mean, as, as long as, you know, Jordan Love is the guy and Aaron Rodgers is not, I'm keeping a Jordan Love and I'm trying to recoup any value I can on a tour right now. It is very scary. He takes another couple more concussions and that could be a career for him. I do not like seeing that. Never wish for injuries. Hope Tua does come back to full health. And I mean, hopefully the concussion thing is going to be out of his. I heard he's going to be working with some jujitsu guys and trying to make him understand how to fall without, you know, slapping the head off the turf. So anything's going to help his game at this point. But I'm definitely trying to recoup any kind of draft picks or players I can for a Tua right now. Keep yourself a Jordan Love. Last one I got is Keeper Trade. It is Jared Goff and Geno Smith. Okay, another one. It's kind of like, yeah, the both of these guys are okay, but Gino, what, he finishes top six quarterback this year? Who knew? I mean, he resurrected his entire career going with Seattle, going with Pete Carroll in a system that absolutely magnified everything he does well. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, the run game with Kenneth Walker the third. The O-line looked decent enough for protection, and Gino looked good. He looked comfortable. He looked, you know, poised. Gino looked good. So did Jared Goff. What can we say? And this offense in Detroit, everyone's going to scoff at Jared Goff. But, I mean, you shouldn't. That's a new T-shirt, by the way. Scoffing at Jared Goff. I mean, but it, it, Jared Goff in this Detroit Lions offense, he's shown in his career he could support all the playmakers with the Los Angeles Rams. He comes to Detroit. I even was a naysayer and said, yeah, he's serviceable, but what are you really getting out of a Jared Goff to support this team and to support your fantasy team? I mean, he's getting Jamison Williams back, who is an absolute field burner, potential superstar in this league at the wide receiver position. You got him on Ross St. Brown, who catches everything to come his way. You got a good run game. You got one of the best offensive lines in all of football. They're gonna, these were scoring 35, 40 points as the season was going on on that offense. So if they continue to morph this offense, get more comfortable, they get more camaraderie and chemistry as they continue to build and keep this thing together. Jared Goff is not out of the question of being a top 15 fantasy quarterback anymore because he can't, he's got weapons and he can support them all. Gino, on the other hand, he was so good and he was able to do it. The question marks are going to be, can he do it again? Or was this just a one-off season for him to get his contract and then he's going to go to bed again? That's the biggest issue we have. So as we sit today, I can understand, you know, trading a Gino on the high because the value is probably not going to get much higher than it is this year. I don't hate it, but right now I'm keeping Gino Smith and I'm going to try to trade a Jared Goff with the upside of the Detroit Lions. But I understand if you flip this one because it is very 
very close. You're going to get higher value probably for Geno right now than you would for a Jared, Jared Goff. But if your team desperately requires that second quarterback and Geno is your super flex guy, I'm keeping Geno because it is also about winning championships in Dynasty, not necessarily just redraft. But I mean, this one, I'll leave up to y'all. I don't hate trading either one of them. But at this point, I'm keeping Geno and I'm trading myself a little Jared Goff. So there you have it, that is. Keeper trade, dynasty quarterbacks for the 2023 offseason. I mean, again, fluid situation. Every A lot of things are going to change as we move forward, but it's good to understand the values as we sit today. We need to know it. Everybody's trying to revamp their dynasty teams. I mean, I, some guys, if you're not in there basically every day like I am, I mean, I'm, I'm a junkie anyway. I mean, I'm checking my dynasty teams every day. But you got to make these trades. You got to improve. And I mean, now with the NFL Combine coming, the NFL Draft is coming, free agency is coming, we're going to see a lot of movement on these teams. Values will definitely change. So if you're trading this week, next week, and the week after, you're going to understand these are where these values sit as of today. So go and get your picks. Go and get your players if you do want to revamp your team or improve it in some stretch. But nevertheless, as always, don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, jump in those comments, give me your thoughts, and we'll see you next time. I am out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.